0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 8 Days a Week. This is the show where we go over everything that's happening on a weekly basis on Russo'sBrand.com and Patreon.com forward slash T W C. The TWC stands for Truth with Consequences. Now, guys, let me tell you this. When you sign up for the brand, we're talking about entertainment that starts at $0.75 a week. And we are talking about not just me, not just my sidekick, Lois Lane. We are talking about tons and tons and tons of wrestling talent. Do you want to know who's on the brand? We have Mr. and Mrs. Vito LaGrasso. We got the brilliant Taylor Hendricks. We got the icon, the legend, Shane Douglas, the franchise. We've got the original baldy Angel Medina. We've got the professor, Dirty Dutch Mantel. We've got Kevin Sullivan. We've got the very controversial, but always entertaining disco inferno all the way from the UK. We have big brothers, Billy Bate with the late breaking gossip and news. We got one of the greatest trainers in the, in the business, Dr. Tom Pritchett. We've got PJ Polanco, just incredible. We've got Stevie Ray of Harlem Heat. We've got Goldilocks of TNA. We've got Stevie Richards of the BWO. We've got the great Bin Hameen. And last but not least, we've got the beautiful people, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky. And that cast is always growing, starting at 70 $0.05 cents a week. No long-term commitment. You can opt out at any time. We're going to start the clips this week with a clip from the beautiful podcast, which is on the Realm Network. That is brand.com. In this episode, Angelina Love and Velvet Sky talk about wrestling being both sexy and hardcore and nobody and I mean nobody wanting to see PG crap in wrestling. Take it away, beautiful people.
2: That when that was when WWE was being PG. Nobody wants to see PG shit in wrestling wrestling is hardcore wrestling is sexual wrestling is supposed to be like a movie. Wrestling is supposed to be different from reality. That's why what you and I were doing, it was the perfect, it was the perfect two people right. at the perfect time because we were being sexy. We were being edgy and everything in WWE at that time was super watered down right. super for kids. Like the WWE but... stock went public. You know what I mean? Everything was really PG. People weren't wanting to see PG. People were wanting to see hot chick. Tits and us, rest, all the things, street fights with tits, you know what I mean? Like it was like everything, and WWE was not giving them that, and TNA was, and we were there. So it was PG. I agree with you. Completely, completely nobody wanted open. to fucking see PG. But the thing nobody. is, at the same time, as much as it was PG, I feel like when the knockouts in 07, when the knockouts division was born, okay, I specifically remember. The divas, and no disrespect to the divas, God bless them. They were just doing what management told them to do. I'm not shitting on the divas or the women that were there personally. They were th- they were just fucking doing what management told them to do. Competition so, is healthy too. I'm that helps everybody thrive. Okay, so I'm prefacing what I'm about to say by saying I'm not shitting on the divas back in the day, but like when the knockouts were doing our hard hitting but yet sexy stuff. Okay, the divas, what management had the divas doing was pillow fights jello fights brown panties matches which guess what i think that's fucking awesome you know why that looks fun as fuck i would do that to this day easy you I mean, don't have to memorize a you don't have to think no, about a hundred bumps you know what though i don't have a problem with that because when i would It just is and- what it is you don't have to get offended by everything no, no, no it just no. is what it is what i want to say is this that shit looked fun as fuck rolling around in the mud or rolling around in the jello or having the pillow fights in the ring that's fun I like to have fun. So I'm not shitting on that. The only difference is.
1: Some great insights into what a wrestling program should be from Angelina Velvet Sky. Up next, me and Billy Bate, the Nitty Gritty Dirt Show. This is on Patreon.com forward slash TWC. This week, Billy Bate looks at the legitimacy of, or lack thereof, of the Daniel Bryan contract rumors. Now, we've all heard the rumors. Daniel Bryan's contract has expired. But has it really? Billy Body has the skinny. Listen up.
3: This is just me killing rumors that are out there. So they're saying, look, Bryan's contract is up
1: right um
3: and that he's leaving to and he's available to go here there and everywhere this is such basic like understanding of a, of the Wwe contract now Brian's contract ran out uh Brian's contract last ran out around about August uh August 2018. And they didn't know whether he was going to. They did his whole comeback at WrestleMania. They even had him lose to the Miz at SummerSlam in that long-awaited matchup between those two, uh, because they didn't know what direction he was going to go with his contact. Con- his contract. As soon as he signed it, he won the world title. Like he won the. Um, he became the Planet's Champion once he committed to the company. So um, that 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 was 100 percent when his contract was signed. Now, I've not heard of many 20 month contracts so i don't know why this report was out there uh that's not what i've heard either i've heard that it will be would have been sorry not 20 month uh 32 month 32 month contract so it would be two years and eight months that doesn't make any sense to me why his contract would be running out at wrestlemania that's not how wwe tend to do things not anymore they're either like three or five or one Um, ziggler's a guy who always renews for one and and so is brock so, moving moving on from that, uh, I have of the belief that he's not out of contract. And even if he is, um, WWE's contracts have very various contracts. Now, this guy's working on creative, which um, which requires a, a, a different uh, a, a different pay a different pay and a different contract. This guy is working on Total Divas, so he'll be contracted as a performer on that show for a certain number of total sorry total bellas. So he can't just walk out and start working on in Japan and still be a part of Total Bellas, which gets paid individually by the e-network. And he's a reoccurring character on that show. So again, you think, you think
1: that show pays him well, bro? You have any idea or what? Hey, I got to tell you, man, when Billy talks, I Listen, and if you want to know what's really going on inside the industry, Billy is the guy on the know. Next up, Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Disco with the great Disco Inferno. This could be heard on the Realm Network. On this episode, Disco Inferno talks about Carmella's comments about being taking off of WWE TV. Take it away, Disco.
4: That's an awfully long explanation for you know just every now and then you're gonna be taken off TV. You know, see, so you could you could do like what AEW is and just stick everybody in groups and have everybody on the show, but they don't book like that. They they have TV writers and stuff, and they write stories for like mainly individuals and stuff, everything. So just like you know, there's just there's only so many hours in the show. You know, plus you have a feeder system there. You have you have a factory that, that's you know that's that's uh, that's you know. Spitting out talent down there, and it's like, you know, like everybody gets all mad whenever the WB fires people. They get rid, rid of people. It's like, yeah, well, you got to get rid of people because it's the only way. The only way the feeder system is going to feed is addition by subtraction. You know, so some people, it's like you get on TV, and it's like they look at the numbers, and sometimes maybe you have a bad match or so, You know, and the and the bookers see that. You know, that there be you'd be doing good TV when you write TV, and you're writing this story lines, the storylines. The storylines are going good. And the, the characters are performing the storylines where you can you continue. It's like sometimes when they, you know, you you write something and and, and it's and they, they go out there and it's they stink up the joint. So it's like you come back in the writing meeting. It's like oh that was terrible. Then somebody say well yeah let's you know, let's, well I don't even know why we're using her. You know she can't work. You know and so the, the little conversation like that happens. And next thing you know she's off TV for three four weeks, five weeks. You know. Yeah. So I I don't know. It's just a climate of. TV today, there's not, there's so many wrestlers out there, you know, the, the, ever since the WWE, you know, it used to be, you know, the power plant had like, like 10 guys, 15 guys, you know, they, bro, they, they've got like 180 people down there in that, in that, in that farm system. And it's like, you know, I mean, at some point, you know, these, these people are going to make it through the system and get on TV and it's just like, you know, like right now, who are we missing?
1: Some great, great, great insights and comments from Disco, who has been there and done that, like everybody who is a member of Russo's brand. Up next, the Raw and Smackdown review. You could hear this on russo'sbrand.com. On this show, myself, Stevie Richards, and Ben Hameen, we talk about how, like it or not, Sex still sells in 2021. Take it away, guys. But my point is, bro, sex still sells. You could tell us sex doesn't sell anymore till you're blue in the face. Okay? A male wants to see a sexy woman.
0: Whatever it is that they wanted to in the Me Too
1: movement, and we'll get to the evolution in a minute,
0: or women's evolution, is uh, a nothing more than another marketing plan from Ad Age to exploit LGBTQ and look woke. Hey, look, go woke, go broke, <laughs> and that's what it is instead of what it is because the double standard is insane. If you wanted ratings, you wanted half a million more viewers. You'd bring on Rob Van Dam, you'd bring on Katie Forbes, and you'd bring half a dozen of her whore friends from Vegas who are all Instagram whores who (laughs) don't do shit except walk around in thongs with big, huge, fat asses and show their camel toe while they twerk every day. This is what they do for a living to sell their own whore brand on OnlyFans. There's a reason why prostitution is the oldest fucking trade, right? It's not going to change in our DNA no matter how much woke lip service you want to do of don't judge me by my body. These same women who are highly educated possibly with master's degrees and whatnot also can't stop themselves from throwing on a fucking twerk video To show that they got to shake their ass, but us as men have to go. No, uh, I I feel guilty now because I have to respect all women a certain way. But you know, then they'll fucking booty 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 rocking everywhere and fucking their dude, their ass is right in the air with the rest
1: of them. You know, you know how you know how you respect the women. Listen, Stevie, all the women. You know, there's about three or four women on the MLB Network, Stevie. All of them drop dead gorgeous. These women can hold their own talking baseball with ex major leaguers but here's the thing too okay
5: creative is complete complete trash the system is complete trash and i got with the backstage interviewers or just interviewers in general in wwe they're made to look like complete tools that's right. why charlie went because th- this wrestler will say a scripted line that has no profoundness or nothing to it they walk away and the girl's like
1: up next, we've got Disco Inferno's time out on Patreon.com forward slash TWC. On this episode, we play a clip from one of the greatest debates between Disco and the great Stevie Ray of Harlem Heat. And brother, this gets heated.
4: The minorities I work with, if they, if they go on social media... If they go on and watch the news, if they, if they do this, it's like they're coming into work, and I'm cool with these people, and they're like starting to look at me, well, uh, hey, Dave, you voted for Trump? It's like, yeah, I had a First Amendment idea. So all of a sudden now, because they've been watching news, media, oh, you might be one of those. That sounds and, like what the media me is ask, trying me to ask, deliver. You know, let so, me ask
6: you something. You don't understand you got,
4: that. Okay. You don't well, how understand do he, that.
6: How do you when do you someone ask you, asks you, you say I voted for Trump, and that person of color says to themselves that you might be
4: one of those people. You don't understand why they're saying that. No, I do understand why they're saying that because they've been watching social media. They've been fed all this and everything. And I've I've been very clear because if you okay, listen, hold on a second. A bit, man. But let me let me finish my, my position on Trump because I, I was very clear about this going in the election. If Trump would disappear from politics right now, there's way more better candidates than I'd like. See, I'm not I'm not a Trump guy. I I I've, you,
6: I've, I've, you've explained that to me before. Yeah, you don't and I've again. I've to do it again. Okay, understand. Right. I was talking about when you said somebody said you might be so and so so and so. Right. Because people of color look at Trump totally different than the way you look at him. From the first day he got in office, he started to uplift racial biasness. He started to talk about Muslims not being able to come to the company. He started to talk about uh, Mexicans building the world, how they bring crime, rape, this, that, and the other. Now, all of those things are political things, but look at how loud they are. Look at how loud they are. And I'm, I, anybody that knows me knows my brother, my older brother, is a political science major. He used to teach it. So I know what politics is all about. But at the end of the day, power and having control over people's minds. A lot of people are not as smart as you, Glenn. You ever thought about that? I
4: think about it all the time.
1: Next week, you're going to get part two of that great face-to-face. Up next, the cornerstone of the Realm Network, castrating the marks. This is where we pick apart the dirt sheet writers and their ridiculous comments and statements coming directly from them. This week, we respond to the insightful advice of Wade Keller For Brian Cage that he needs to lose 35 pounds of muscle if he wants to be viewed as a main eventer. Take it from a main eventer himself. Tell him, Wade.
3: Could you imagine telling somebody, listen, to be viewed on our show as one of our top fighters, a main event guy, we need you to lose 35 pounds of muscle. (laughs) Like, Does not compute.
1: (laughs) And, bro, that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, bro, people that are drawn to that, they like freakish. I mean, Jeff, I remember – listen, I'm not into bodybuilding or anything like that ever. But, bro, I've picked up many, many a bodybuilding magazine from the news store and where that freakish guy is on the cover, bro, where it's like, what the F? Like, come on. Like, that's not a draw. That definitely is a draw, bro. And somebody's got like a bicep growing out of their ass cheek. That That's <laughs> a draw, bro. That is a draw. I want to see the guy with the with the bicep coming out of his ass. That's not a turnoff to me, but I want to see this freak. He'd be a main inventor if he could just. I I I, slimmer I, just, I just or fatter. I, I mean yeah, I don't know. I just wish he would say you know what I know everybody doesn't look at it this way, but I just I just wish he would say that because bro he he is so he is so the the minority he is so the minority. bro. I don't want big guys. I don't want hot chicks. Okay, bro. Okay, we 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 get that. But there's 15 million, 20 million more people out there, bro, that do. As Wade would say, that is preposterous. Up next, the very popular Master Shoot Theater, where myself, Ben Amin, and Stevie Richards take you to Stanford, Connecticut every single week on patreon.com forward slash Russo T-W-C. We... Bring you behind closed doors what is happening in Bince's office, and this week Bince decide it's time to find some new side trim. Can we say that? Can we say trim on here? well anyway bro bin does
0: look at this pill made me real large. look at that goddamn thing <laughs>
5: how many, how many variety, whoa 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 how much yeah. have you taken how oh, much I- have you I took a blue one. I took a yellow one. I took some liquid,
0: uh, whatever they had going on there, pal. Uh, you know, I, I just wanted to see how, see how much girth I could get on her, you know. Uh, try and put it in a headlock sometimes. I get down there and try and choke myself out. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Should I? Do you want me to bring Linda in?
0: that oh, would you, if you want to see it go small and go limp pal i mean I, I've, been, I've been looking for so for a new goddamn date i mean gabby she's uh she's on a three-week vacation right now so i was, I was looking for some new side trim yeah
5: <laughs> <laughs> why do you laugh when you say side trim oh that's did just heard, cool. did you just hear that for the first time today from declan <laughs> Oh, me and Declan, yeah. We've been
0: we've been going all over the Bumble, the Dingle, the Tindo, or whatever the goddamn Nintendo. I think it was on Nintendo earlier. I saw some <laughs> girls on there.
5: So, who's the new girl? Now, oh, what you, what you're already cheating on Gabby. I thought you were going to marry her. You had an engagement uh, ring for her, well, it was a size 14. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, but, was a uh, big
0: goddamn uh, ring, pal. I'll tell you that much. Holy shit. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I, I, I figured, you know, put things on ice with Gabby. It was going a little, too hot, too fast, you know. Oh, goddamn! Uh, that uh, yeah,
5: you're rolling all over yourself. Yeah. Dude.
0: Well, I'm. I'm excited. I'm excited. I always get excited about new, new talent. You know what I mean? Uh, we're scouting some new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Come on in, pal. Bits,
6: bids, bids.
0: I need your help, bids. Like it. Bits. Look at this. Thing. Look at this thing, Bruce. You ever seen me? Very,
1: (laughs) very impressive, Vince. Very, very impressive, Vince. Vince, but I've got some issues up here, Vince. Okay. Vince, I'm trying to get my hair cut, Vince, and they won't let me get my hair cut, Vince. And last but not least, the show dedicated to the great Tony Khan, Better Call Khan. You can find this on Patreon.com forward slash TWC. On this episode, Tony Khan throws his own staff under the bus once again to put over his own genius booking. But bro, Tony is at it again. And I had to comment on these um, quotes of his from entrepreneur.com. He did an interview. And this is what I'm talking about. Later, Khan was asked about some of the missteps AEW has encountered in their first two years. Khan pointed to three examples one of which he clarifies wasn't a misstep, and explained how he and AEW reacted to them all. So, this is Tony speaking now. So at the end of 2019, we were in a head-to-head battle on Wednesday nights. And this went until very recently, Khan said. And that was clearly the time where we just weren't giving our fans what they wanted. We started with this great audience, and there was a lot of people with good ideas, but there were too many people, too many ideas, and there was just too much. It was overwhelming. Here comes his favorite word, bro, and his favorite letter. I, I, I. I promise myself, I, I, I was going to work harder and come up with my, my, my own ideas. In other words, everybody who were throwing ideas at him, yeah, they were good ideas, but there were too many people, too many ideas. It was just too much. So now I'm just going to use my own ideas. Bro, Many times in the wrestling business, I worked with a committee, especially at WCW. Well, there you have it, everybody. Russo'sBrand.com, Patreon.com, forward slash Russo, TWC. Try us, you will like us, bro, starting at only 75 cents a week with no long-term commitments. RussosBrand.com Where the pros are pros